Hi, this is Christina Black with Enchanted Rose Photography. If you're like me, you're usually behind the camera instead of in front of it. This vacation, let me help you capture your memories. We offer different packages to fit anyone's needs. Find me at www.enchantedrosephotography.com and book your session today. Hello and welcome to the Dub Dub Review, and I'm your host Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Stacy Nyman and Michael Black. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Outstanding. Not with us tonight is Peter Panacorvo, as he is the envy of everybody, as he's gallivanting around the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, uh, with. I'm posi- picturing. I'm picturing Pete. Galavanti. Yeah, it's probably not the right descriptive word. Maybe more of a saunter. I don't know. But with the Positanos, <laughs> I don't know. But he is there. So um, God love him. He needs a little bit of time to unwind. So he'll be joining Absolutely. us soon enough. Anyways, um, let's start the day, guys. Hit me up with something good or cool in your life. Or in my case, a completely humiliating, embarrassing story. So let's yes. start off with... Yes. You look at you, he's just smiled like ear to ear. It's Chris's embarrassment. Excellent. Go ahead, Stacey. Um, well, we have our trip to Disney coming up in 15 days now we leave. And I've allowed myself to start getting a little bit excited about it. So I haven't really done any countdowns except for the one on my phone. I haven't, you know, been planning things. So it's getting to the point now where I'm like, I think I can allow myself to get a little bit excited so that's super fun and it's my birthday on saturday so that will be absolutely a normal day because i'm an adult and nothing special happens so that's okay well, well hang on you're doing a birthday fundraiser which i haven't participated in yet but i will i have yes uh-huh hit us up sister because uh it's gonna go live here before that's over yeah so i have a birthday fundraiser on um Facebook going on and it's for the Equal Justice Institute. I'm I have to look up that I have to look up the three. It's I threw, I threw on the spot. I'm sorry, Stace. I, I know it. that's okay, but it's because I always refer to it as EJI. So um it is an organization that raises money to promote social justice. Um for specifically for people of color who are imprisoned, um, to kind of help combat all sorts of um, all sorts of social justice issues. inequities and whatnot. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so they have um, several different locations. Um, I, they have a couple of different places where, like museum type places as well. Their website is really great, so I encourage everybody to go on there. We'll get the um, acronym correct just to make sure that we. <laughs> but um, it's a really great organization. So if you'd cool. like to donate, just come on to Facebook. That'd be great. Nyman, N-Y-M-A-N. Stacy, happy got birthday. It. Yes. There you go. Thank there you. Go. Michael, something good. Um, well, we are excited because we're going to Key West uh, this weekend. Nice. We're very excited about that. We've never been to Key West before, but Christina has some photo shoots that she's doing, quick 
plug and shout out to Enchanted Rose Photography. But she's going down there, um, not to Key West, but we're close enough that we can shift over there and go to uh, to Key West. So we're excited to do that. Um, we're staying at two hotels that are pretty pretty cool. Um, one of them is called Havana Cabana, and it's a Cuban-themed uh, resort. So we're really excited about that. I'm, I'm all about the <laughs> all that Latin flavor. So we're really excited about that. And then the other one, I gosh, I even had Christina tell me the name of it in between. We recorded a Patreon show before this, and I said I could remember one of the resorts, but not the other one, and I totally forgot again. But it's going to be fun because the bars are closed. We can go down there, get to experience Key West without the crazy, uh, without some the crazy. of the extracurricular. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Excellent. Yeah. Can, can I embarrass myself a little bit here? And yes, of course. Before you do really quick, it's the Equal Justice Initiative. Gotcha. Not Institute. Ah, gotcha. Okay. But it's an I word. It was- All right. Chris, we need to get you on the big screen for this. We're no, ready for keep, me on the, yep. keep me on the throat. Nope. No. So I shouldn't even tell you guys this because like this has no place in a Disney podcast, but like just the humor involved with this, you have to just go with me here. And I I feel like Jamie Price is going to laugh and appreciate this more than anybody else. So you guys all know I'm walking and I'm trying to really focus on my health. When I walk in the morning, I could walk 10 miles flat. No problem at any given day. When I walk in the afternoon at like 4 o'clock, I'm tired. You know, like your energy level. Like like if I was like a Nintendo character, my, my red bar is like, I'm just about done. So this last week in Chicago, Michael, it's been equatable to Florida. No kidding. We've had 94 degrees and like 90% humidity. It is just missing the palm trees. So it's been nuts. We decided to go one day for a walk after work. And I'm already feeling tired. And literally, like, I feel like almost like my blood sugar is zero. I got through about two miles and I was on zero. So we were heading to Jewel anyways to buy some bread. And I said, you know what? Let me pick up, like, just a protein bar and we'll share it. And then it'll get me home. So I do everything to avoid soy protein isolate. I'm not like a health nut, but like soy protein isolates in like Morningstar Farms or Boca Burger and stuff like that. So I try to consume whey protein. It stays in your body longer. Again, you know, you don't need to hear this from me. But anyways, I try to avoid this certain kind of protein. So I, of course, I'm there. And because I'm cheap and I'm a pirate, of course, the one that's on sale is got soy protein isolate. Oh, let me just get this. It's 89 cents. Awesome. Great deal. I swear to God, it was within like three blocks of being home have you ever seen the scene in Dumb and Dumber where, where where he's in the toilet? I swear to God, I almost didn't make it home. It was the most miserable three block walk. When your stomach starts barking, remember that show where we were like trying to figure. <laughs> it was, I I almost didn't make it home. Cold sweat. Were you in like the clench clenching oh, walk? Cold sweats on my head, like like it seemed like miles away to get home. So just for argument's sake, I knew the next morning the scale was going to be very favorable because essentially I just had a colonic the night before. Oh my gosh. So at all times, people avoid soy protein isolate, especially the Cliff Bar Builder Bar cinnamon roll version of that. It is like gasoline to a person's intestine. I'm just going to tell you. So I don't know why I felt I needed to share that, but I needed to share that with everybody. I hope I made you laugh and smile today at my misery. It is what it is. Um, 
Never felt any better yeah. those days. I feel good every day. So I, f- I feel You're good. You're looking really good. I feel good. That's awesome. Well, no, let's just get this right. I'm thinner. I don't look really good. I'm just saying. Let's just let's just divide those two. Oh, up. stop it. Stop it. All right. Let's talk here. We got a show today. And what I want to talk about today is through... <laughs> through the last four months of our life, but specifically the last one month of our life, with Disney reopening, things change quickly. So you go look at Chef Mickey's pictures from Jeff, and Chef Mickey's not a buffet anymore. And it's just just a restaurant. And you see other things. There's a lot of policy changes at Disney. Some are protective. Some are just hitting, and you're like, oh, that's not good. But we thought we'd talk about three... So our, our mission was this, pick one policy change that's new and let's discuss it because these are things that are going to surprise people if you haven't gone to Walt Disney World and you've got a trip coming up, a la Stacey, or somebody in October or November. These are things that may be around and you should be aware of. So all good with that? Everyone's got a story, a news piece here? I, 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 I will have something to bring. Michael's got something to bring. Stacy's got something to bring. Let me go first, if you guys don't mind, because this one, as soon as the news story hit, you know, we don't share a lot of news in our Facebook group because a lot of times the news stories seem really important and then it might get rescinded. So we didn't choose to do this one, but this one's going into effect. And I'm going to reveal the source here. So, and I'm hoping the story is in fact true. Give me one second. Let me pull it up. It's from... Boy, I should have had that new story saved, shouldn't I, Michael, at this point? We um, are so prepared. We are I'm so, telling you, I, I'm I did, and then I put here. my finger on the phone. And, there we go. So this is from the Diz, and it's from www.info.com. And here's the new story. Disney's Magical Express will no longer provide luggage delivery service beginning July 16th. So today being Wednesday, it's tomorrow. It's Thursday. The show is going to go out after this, but not much later than this. So I can... Read the article for you. Complimentary airport transportation via Magical Express service for guests arriving and departing from MCO, the Orlando International Airport, is continuing to operate during this period with some modifications. Luggage delivery service will no longer be provided for guests arriving to and departing from the airport. Guests who choose the Magical Express will be responsible for picking up any of their check luggage from the baggage claim area and taking it to the motor coach so it can be loaded for transport to their resort hotel. It is important to know that guest luggage will travel with them to their Disney Resort Hotel. Okay, Luggage assistance will be available at the Resort Hotel, including luggage storage and or transport to the room. Upon their departure, guests should ensure their luggage is with them and loaded onto the motor coach so they can check it with their airline once they arrive at the airport. Resort airline check-in service is not being offered at this time. So, I when I said this, when I posted this story in our little group here, Stacy, obviously, she travels by car, so it doesn't necessarily affect her. But if you've ever flown into MCO, one of the best perks of staying on property is you put that awesome baggage tag on at your home airport, or frankly, before you leave, and you don't got to worry about it again. It disappears to the magic transportation of Southwest Airlines, United Airlines, through the halls of mystery, and it ends up on the bus. It may not even be your bus, and it just magically appears in your hotel room. No muss, no fuss. You got three connections, no problem. And we'll check you in when you're ready to leave at 5 o'clock in the morning to those hearty souls who are manning the airline check-in desk. And it'll magically appear back at Midway Airport in Chicago for me on the carousel. It is like the best perk of all possible time. 
Now, I understand the reason why. It could be twofold. It could be, honestly, just having staff handle your luggage. Just the touch point right there. It could also be that, honestly, Disney's taking a beating this year. And in eliminating staff, eliminating staffing levels, or figuring out what's really important. But this is newsworthy because when you travel with a family, Stacy, you have a big family. We all got big families. If you were going through the airport, I mean, (laughs) this may actually make you want to stay on property thinking, I don't have to lug that stuff around. I don't have to deal with it again. It's just going to magically show up at the Art of Animation. And, oh, you know, everybody's going to be happy. So, like, people are like, okay, well, I'll get my luggage from the carousel. Have you ever waited at a baggage carousel at an airport? It is, like, the worst experience of your life. You're there. You're 20 minutes early, guaranteed every time. And it's the airport's working as hard as they can. Then you wait. It's Your luggage is the last. I can guarantee you. I don't care what it is. Your luggage is the last. And you hope it's closed. You know, as opposed to your underwear being everywhere. You know, and, and just cracked open. So this is a huge news story, and I understand it. You know, what do you think about this? Would this make you not necessarily want to rent a car, but like, hey, I don't even mind staying off property now. Is this this big of a deal or not really? What do you guys think about this? Um, well, I we used Magical Express once. We only flew to Disney one time. Um, and when we did, we didn't get to use the luggage service because it was past the time. We landed too late. So we had to grab our bags. We took them to the coach. They threw them underneath. And then when we got to our hotel, they we got them out from underneath and we took them to our room once we checked in. Um, so I don't know the difference. I think that's basically what you would do now. The same that we did once it was past, it was after hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no issue with that because I guess I don't know the alternative, but I could see to where it would be. I don't think it would change someone's mind to stay on property. I think there's way too many other perks uh, that you have for staying on property that 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 minor inconvenience, I think. And, you know, if you think about it right now, a lot of people may just want to handle their own bags as much as they possibly can. Great, Great point. Um, you know, I'm seeing people out in the parking lot at Walmart sanitizing their canned goods before they go in their car. So, I mean, what are they going to do with their their luggage or, you know, mm-hmm. so I I can understand it. I think from what you're saying, it, I agree with you. I think it's a good business decision. And I think we're going to see a lot of things change that are good business decisions for Disney that they can justify based on the times. Yeah. So, um, and if, if you're in a situation to where you have the ability to change a policy, um, that will get limited pushback, I, I think it's, it's a good idea to go ahead and do it. So nice. Stacy, what do you think about this? Um, I can definitely see how, what you, how you described it, that it will be extreme convenience. And I can see how people who utilize this will find it very difficult to be without it at this point. For our family, obviously, with driving, but even if we would fly, um, we tend to be a little bit more careful about stuff. So I have a feeling that we would rather not even take advantage of that as a family to begin with. We'd like to have our luggage with us to bring it. Like, we don't ask Bell Services to bring anything to our room. We just, we, we haul it all ourselves. Um, so... 
for us personally, it would make a difference, but I really could see how if you were used to that and to have that taken away, it would be very, very inconvenient. It, it's always been such a really nice thing. And you, plus you get Mickey mail, right? You get the luggage tags that come with Mickey mail and you're like, yeah, I'm almost there. So it really is cool. And I always thought it was just, it, bear in mind, complimentary Magical Express transportation. It really isn't complimentary. It's baked into the price. We all know that. It's just part of the resort amenities. But what an awesome... Now, I know, I think this will return in the future when it's safe. So part of it's veiled in safety. Part of it's veiled in you know staff reduction. I understand that at all. But be aware. I guess we're not pro and con. Just be aware after July mm-hmm. 16th. You will visit the bowels of MCO to claim your luggage. And um, if you walk down to the airline check-in desk, it doesn't exist. I don't know if you can get your boarding passes. It's possible. You might still be able to get your boarding passes, but I don't think so. I think they would probably just man it at the airport, especially with the limited amount of people flying into and out of Florida right now. It's probably a relatively painless operation, but... um, Again, I still contend my luggage is always the last. I'm not sure why that is. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, Stacey, what do you got? What story do you got? Um, I have the mask story, so which is a top topic in our world today. And not getting into any mask debates or anything like that. We're just going to kind of stick to the facts of um, what's going on at Walt Disney World. So um, as everybody's probably aware masks are required on Disney property and actually they're required in all of Orange County which Disney is located in Orange County is that correct? Am I correct in that? Orange and I think parts in Osceola. Parts in Osceola as well too yes. Okay perfect so um, I did not I don't have the article printed but I kind of took notes on the article and I got my information from WDW News today and then um, ZiggyKnowsDisney.com had a really comprehensive uh, section on masks. So that's a really good resource. They actually had several chapters that you can go to on the website that will take you to different areas about the masks. But just to kind of go over the mask policies at Walt Disney World, they're called face coverings, not masks. I'm sure people confuse them all the time with um, with fun Halloween-type masks. But they're required for all guests ages two and up, regardless of whether or not you have a medical issue and cannot wear masks. They are required for absolutely everybody. From what I've read, there are no um, exceptions to this. Um, They're required at all times except during eating and swimming. They must be made with two layers of material, and they have to fully cover your nose and mouth and be secure under your chin. They have to fit snugly against the sides of your your face, and they have to be secured with ties or ear loops. So they will no longer allow anybody to be wearing um, bandanas or the the neck gaiters that you can pull up, otherwise sometimes called buffs that Mm -hmm. people wear. They won't allow that anymore. It has to be secured with ties or ear loops. Um, People have asked if they – some people have a gaiter that has – the ear loops also on it, and those are also not allowed. It has to be the kind that um, can securely fit over nose, mouth, and underneath your chin. Um, let's see. And they, they make a point to say face coverings are not a substitute for physical distancing. Because I know a lot of a lot of people, you know, the, they're social distancing, six feet apart. I don't have to wear a mask. Not the case at Walt Disney World. You need to be wearing them at all times unless you're eating or swimming. Um 
And then I also have some information about attractions and photos. From what I've heard from some friends who have been there this week, I've had a, like, probably about a good five to ten friends who are there right now. And they're telling that um, PhotoPass photographers will not take your photo if you do not have a mask on, mm-hmm. even on attractions. So if you take your mask off on an attraction, they will delete your photo your photo from that attraction. Mm, wow. So um, a lot of photos are have there. There's a delay in getting your PhotoPass pictures because they have to go through them all individually to make sure that everybody's complying. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends was missing her seven dwarfs mind train. And she said that she was told it could be because one guest on the train had taken off their mask during the, the attraction. So oh, just no. be aware that, that, that you have to have them on. Um, and then I guess, you know, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, that's not fair, but it makes sense because you get one person doing that and it's accepted and then they get their photos. You're going to get everybody doing that. You know, you, you have to set the precedence. Um, there is, I, I have read it. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. Stacey, I'm seeing you getting on the mine train, turning around and saying, you better keep your mask on. <laughs> keep your masks on. Like I will I yell. slap you all. Okay, very good. I, I have been known to yell during dark rides, no flash photography, and um, I will yell at people about this. <laughs> you must be wearing your masks. Um, my husband is walking down our stairs right now in my line of vision carrying a gigantic chair. So if we hear a crash, we can maybe just edit that out. Oh, please let um, me see this. Oh, please. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> um, so there's also some some different varying stories about something called relaxation areas where you can go and take your mask off. And it seems like from the photos, they have tables set up like a restaurant. So you'd be with your, your party at your own table you're able to take your mask off during that time. But I have read two different reports that they're not using them. Then somebody else said that they were using them. Somebody said that they were not allowed. Some said that they were allowed. So I guess the week, the the future weeks will kind of tell how they're, how those are going to be used for people just to kind of get some relief from heat and stuff. Um, And then that is, Oh, and then one more thing about the masks. We got our Disney masks in the mail this yesterday and um i don't know did you did, did either of you purchase any of those disney masks from shop no. disney? i i have not i've only bought magical mara and the company purple so, got it. so yeah I, okay i have the magical maras too and those are really nice we got the disney ones um and i'm sure that you've heard that they run very small have you heard any oh, no. they're super small so they come in small medium and large the small we didn't even we were like we're gonna not do this for Britta we're gonna get her a medium thank goodness we did because the small would not have fit my five-year-old oh my gosh Um, medium fits her it's a little bit big but it's better than the small would have been the large pulls my ears forward so much that I'm hoping that it will stretch out enough for me to be able to wear them but um Apparently, they're remedying this problem for the future and offering the next size up. So, um, but even people who are pretty petite people are saying that the large is just too small. It's it's just pulling on their ears. So, um, I will be coming up with some different uh, ways to fix that problem, maybe with some bands or something to ex- expand it. But um, 
I tried wearing it at work today and I had a guest at the museum come in to, to see the museum and I was sitting at the front desk and my, the mask kept on flying off my face. Like I would be sitting there and it just like go, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Hold on one second. I put it back on. I was behind plexiglass. So that was good. But then like I put it on and then the one ear would go bloop and then the next one would fall off. Oh and no. Like, uh, those are like four for 20, right, Stace? Is yeah, they were four for 20. Okay. And they're really cute, but unfortunately they're just really small. So we'll hope that they'll stretch out. I spent a lot of time like doing this after that and they seem to work a little bit better. But um, gotcha. We shall see. Illinois mandate right now also states that if you go inside a public building, a mask is required. So just recently, I've undertaken that at the golf course. and But you know what? It's been great. I would say 95% of guys actually have it, golfers. And if they don't, they just have someone else pay for them. So people have embraced that. I, I don't care if you're listening to this and you're pro-mask or against mask. It doesn't really matter to me. But whatever the rule is, whatever the yes. speed limit is, whatever the, the you know the, the laws are, obviously you know what, be the upstanding citizen and like do the right thing. So if exactly. this is, regardless of you like it, love it, hate it, it is the rule, do it. You it's know so. Um, but it seems that like a lot of the pictures we're seeing right now, people have been respectful of this, Absolutely. and you know you know I do get Disney's got a lot invested in not even financially, just reputation wise. You know I mean you can't be. I mean, you have to do these things pretty, pretty close to the chest, and it's like, this is what it is. So, but, dang, sorry about the old ear situation for these days. Uh, we we have to brainstorm. You can imagine if if they're falling off of me, how my husband, who has much larger ears than I do, what his issues must be with it. So. I want to see Jeremy Murray and Rick Forbes put on one of those masks. I want to see those guys put put on one of those masks. I mean, I do have like the chipmunk cheeks going on right here, but I don't think that that's causing that much of a, of a space issue. All right, Edcott. We have the smartest people in Edcott. Help devise a way for Stacy to wear man, wear this mask. Let's think of a good way. Like, this is like I, like group so thing right here. I do I think have it's... a really good way. Oh, and okay. it should work because I, I bought these headbands that have buttons sewn onto the side, but the mask loops that Disney has are too thick to go around the, the buttons on the headband. So if the buttons on my headbands were bigger, I'm doing lots of hand motions here. If they were bigger, it would be no problem because it would be able to loop in just yeah. fine. So I might just take off the current buttons and sew on bigger ones, and that should work out very well. However, I don't really know how to sew a button on, so I'll have to have Scott does do that because he does all of our he does all of our mending and sewing in our household. So um, and, and chair moving apparently. So yes, he has plenty of spare time. Plenty of spare time. Okay, Ed I had heard that you can use barrel of monkeys that you can loop them around ah. your head, and the monkeys will link together, and they can. That so it doesn't have to go. Michael, are you suggesting she puts plastic monkeys on the outside of her head yep. to make this mask work? Yep, it goes it wraps all the way around. Stacy, get a link. shoelace. Just get a shoelace and tie a shoelace in the back, and you'll be good. Oh, but that's see, what I was actually thinking. The thing is, <laughs> Disney says that they have to loop around your ears, and then they send you masks that can't loop around your ears. Right? What's up with that, Disney? Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> and you know this this brings a, a good question because. Not everybody's uh, mask needs are the same. You know, I found, luckily, my job sent me some masks that I absolutely love the way they are, uh, the style of them. Um, I, for some reason, I can't 
get down with the ones that are off your face. Like, you know, that everybody makes and everybody, I can't, for some reason, I don't like that. They keep falling off of my nose and stuff. These are like the ones, I don't know if you've seen them that Universal has, where they just basically are completely over your your mouth and your nose and they attach to your ears, but it's just one flat piece of fabric. There's no divide in the middle. It doesn't poof out. I, I prefer that because I like, I feel that I can breathe in and out better than I can breathing my own carbon dioxide in on the other ones that have space between the fabric and my mouth, if that makes sense. Um, It's so much so that I just, I found that that's what works best for me. And I think that we're all going to find that we're all going to be like, Oh, this is the style mask I like. And then, you know, eventually it'll be just commonplace, you know, for a lot of us, I think it is already. I'm like, I go to leave and I'm like, do I have my keys? I have this. I have my mask, and go. You well, know. And the other thing is with masks too is everybody's facial structure is completely different. So right. a lot of masks for me, like the I have a pretty small nose, and I feel like when I put it on, they go straight into my eyes. Like it almost mm-hmm. just covers my entire face, yeah. and then I have to touch the mask to pull it out of my eyes. And so and you're not supposed to touch your masks. Um, but I also can't walk around with a piece of fabric, like inside of my eye. So like, that's, it's going to, I think it's, we're going to see a lot of different styles and things to kind of meet everybody's needs as we go along. Um, and we'll be spending a lot of money on masks until we can find the ones that we really like. (laughs) Can I give a little parental tip here? Yeah. I saw, I think Rick shared this, that the way to get your youngin used to wearing a mask is take your paper mask let them color on it you know and draw designs on it because it's their mask but my brother went and bought (laughs) he went and bought like 50 of those white t-shirt masks Uh uh-huh go find like all the sharpies you have in the house let the kids go crazy with sharpies you know it costs you a couple Mm -hmm. bucks and And then wash them ahead of time so they don't inhale all the fumes and like collapse or just leave a sharpie inside for just yeah (laughs) that's what i would do the Magnum 44, the big marker with the big fat chisel tip. There you go. Oh, so. gosh. My, we used to have those around our house all the time. I can just, I can smell it. Just right. think about just it right now. Just saying that. All right. So we I've got also heard, You're I have up, another Michael. tip. I have another tip okay. on that. Um, also, uh, Christina had found and, and actually got one for Cameron that you get a lanyard to put your mask on, the kid's mask. Mm. So that way, if it goes and falls off or whatever, it's not dropping on the ground and I love that. Okay. So mine, I, you may have seen me while, if, if you're watching the video while Stacy's on there, I'm trying to frantically research mine because I thought I saw evidence that it was reversed. And that's the thing with these news stories and the things lately, everything changes daily. So what I'm about to say is the latest possible news that I know from what I know APs have been paused temporarily, annual passes at Walt Disney World. Um, And you can still renew, so renewals are there. But they're also giving people the option, um, which we have done, to opt out and to cancel your pass, if you'd like. Because right now, there are more hoops to jump through. And, and that wasn't when people, a lot of people originally got their annual pass. That wasn't part of the deal. There wasn't a reservation system. There wasn't this uh, 
inability to go to the park whenever you wanted. Um, it was much more flexible. So uh, we have actually opted out of our passes um, and y- you are able to do that. I Yesterday we received an email finally that stated um, that you followed a link, you follow the link and you can opt out of your pass. And what it had stated was that the payment for July would come out, but that it would be refunded and that we would have the ability to visit the parks if we wanted to until August 11th Hmm. Um, at that point. So that's basically, I guess, the month that they're they're giving us from before, Um, but that we could visit up until August 11th. And then at that point, the pass would be stopped and we would be reimbursed at some point before they, they were giving themselves some time at some point be, before September. Um, I'm confused about the logistics. I don't know why if you cancel the pass before your payment comes out that they have to charge you and then reimburse you. It just seems like it should push a button and just never charge you to begin with. But uh, at least they've laid down the law and said what the policy and, and procedure is going to be. Um, as for pausing the passes, cast members don't don't know when they're going to continue. Um, but I would imagine once they kind of gauge the amount of people canceling the passes, um, see how well they're able to accommodate the AP holders now, um, then they'll see how many more they can add onto that. Because, I mean, you're already having to disappoint a certain amount of annual pass holders by not giving them access to the park, except for through the reservation system. So it would make sense to kind of pause that purchase. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just think it makes good sense. So we'll see when that, you know, when that comes up, maybe uh, once, maybe they're waiting until things calm down, their capacity can go up. And then uh, once their capacity can go up, they can start selling AP annual passes again. Um, it could be for the rest of the summer too, Michael, until the school year starts as well too. Once the families who may want to go down, can't go down because the school year, virtual, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, is, is, is started. So, okay. That's a bold move. Yeah. You know, that's that's something unheard of because Disney loves those annual pass holder monies, you know? So, notice I said annual pass holder monies, you know, as yes. opposed to Disney loves the annual pass holders. So, I, I get it. Were you thinking of buying one, Stacy, when you were down there? Or you were like, no, or do you have APs that you're still working on? We do. We we got them in January, so ours are still good through, obviously, well into next year now. Um, and we also have purchased the kids already, so there we already have them. So everybody in the family has them. We're bringing Sophie's friend, Jamila, with us, and she does not have an AP, but we got her tickets before everything went down. So we're all set. Okay, very cool. And um, I just wanted to, I if you... Don't mind. I thought I I had mentioned this in our um, Patreon episode, but I wanted to kind of clarify something real quick. Is it all right, Chris, if I just take a few minutes to clarify um, us canceling our pass? If that's cool with the, with the main audience here. Um, I, uh, for a little while there, I was just, I think I was a little concerned with um, the parks and and the reservation system and uh, frustration had set in a little bit with Disney. And you may have seen that in some of my posts. Uh, One of my posts, if you're friends with me on Facebook had said, I'm done with Disney. Um, That was frustration of the day. Just understand that um, 
there is an extreme love for Disney that I have, but there's also an accountability <laughs> when it comes to Disney that I will hold them accountable for things that, uh, like taking my four months of my annual pass in one day that hit our checking account. That was an issue. Um, and, uh, you know, they're paying for that and, and it's frustrating, but they'll get through it. They took care of it and rectified it. But uh, I realized today the reason why we canceled and we had to kind of, before we pushed that button, Christina had asked me, are you sure? And that's the hardest thing to do, especially living in Central Florida. We have had that pass since we moved here. Um, so, and it's like something that you have to have. It, living in Central Florida without a Disney annual pass seems seems weird to me. Like, I don't understand how that's going to work. So there was a lot of hesitation. But what I told her was, I don't want to see the parks as they are right now. Um, I, I want to see the parks and rem- remember the parks and move forward with the parks again when things are more the way I'm used to. Um, and that's just a personal choice. It's something that I don't want, you know, uh, I don't know really how to explain it. I just, I, when I go back to the parks, I'm hoping that it's not such a stressful environment to where there's so many unknowns. Um, and I guess I'm just the type of person where my anxiety kicks in and I'm not willing to um, go through it to see what's going to happen just for the sake of going to Walt Disney world. So I just wanted to clarify that for our audience so that you understand my love for Disney is there. My respect for Disney is there. Um, I don't begrudge anyone that's there right now um, or is planning to go in the future. I think it's awesome. And I, I love And I may even stray away from seeing videos, pictures, things. It's just for me, it's kind of traumatic. Um, seeing everyone walking around with the masks on and the um, the social distancing and, and just Walt Disney World, not the way that I remember it. I mean, people get bent out of shape when they change an attraction, let alone when you change the complete environment dynamic. surrounding it. And that, yeah, the total dynamic. Um, I'm just having a few issues with that. I'm glad that we can still get together every week and talk about it. And uh, I can still stay excited about it until I can get back. But I just wanted to kind of clarify that. Michael, look at me. You you don't got to justify yourself. I don't have an AP. And though I've been to California and Disneyland Paris in winter, I haven't been to Magic Kingdom or even Cripes Animal Kingdom in, in, in years. Doesn't mean I don't love it any less, you know. Yeah. So it, absence made my heart grow fonder. You know, the other day I was listening to, you know, I would talk about this all the time, Sorcerer Radio and Subsonic Radio. I love it. And you don't got to justify that. No problem. That's your choice. Um Stacy, she's going down there. I'm, I'm going to live vicariously through her when yeah, she me too. Her, <laughs> when she puts her video of her, you know, no. it, it, for sure. I'm looking forward. I hear you though, Michael. Like this is what I we've already talked to the family about this, and when we go down, I think we're going to create a private Facebook group for us to post our pictures, just so that we don't inadvertently make somebody feel upset or uncomfortable. So, you know, I'll put an invitation out on Etcot and with my lizards and, and things like that for just kind of some close family and friends who'd like to see our pictures. But also I don't, with the current status of our world, I don't necessarily want to put out that I'm going to Florida on vacation. You know, it's, it's, it's another thing. Like I shouldn't care what other people think, but, um, 
you know, I have a job and my kid, you know, it's just, I, I would just rather just kind of keep it private just for the people who I know would really like to go and, and see those pictures and isn't, stuff. So. Isn't it bizarre, Stace, that like we have to, like, like you have to defend yourself and your decisions and that everyone is free to make their own decision. But once you're there, you have to abide by the rules. But if you don't want to go, that's okay. If, if, if it raises yeah. your anxiety, it's okay. If you don't want to meet people, that's okay. If you want to exactly. go, that that's okay. It's a matter of all just being comfortable. And yeah, I appreciate that. I, Uncle Chris is in. I'm in Stace for your Facebook group. Sounds good. Good. And Michael, I understand how you felt another re- reason too, because Scott and I just canceled our Six Flags passes the other day. And <laughs> it's rough, isn't it? It's I'm, just, I'm, to- I'm totally joking and doing this in jest, but there was the same thing. I was standing behind him while he was sitting at the computer with his hand over the cancel button. And we're like, do we want to do this? Are we sure we want to do this? Are we sure? Let's look at the perks one more time to see what they're offering. Um, but I couldn't even imagine doing that for Disney because it's uh, you know it's it's just a whole different ball game there, especially it's, living so close. Oh, so, it's rough. And I'm going to tell you that, and, and this is where some of my frustration comes is the fact that the recently, like the past two years, it's almost like I just belong to some sort of Disney. Um, finance program because I don't think that I've gone to Disney enough to pay for my annual pass. So what does that make me? What am I doing? It's not like they're UNICEF and I'm out there giving donations to Disney to not go into their park. Um, You know, and that's why Disney loves annual pass holder money. Like Chris said, they get my money and I don't have to go ever. And um, the way that things went for two years, we had annual passes to Disney when we lived in Ohio that year. When we were so disillusioned that we moved back to Ohio, we still had our annual passes. Mm-hmm. We're talking $50 a person a month, $200 a month for what? Yeah. So I think that, that that starts to tear on you too. But but yeah, you're right. It's so hard. It's so difficult to push that button and say, no, I'm not an annual pass holder anymore. <laughs> Hello, my name's Michael. Yeah. I'm not a Disney annual pass holder anymore, you know? But Stacy, I tell you what, the, uh, the in Florida, though, Michael knows this. You guys all know this. Okay, that one's out. There are so many awesome cultural experiences. And, like, that may sound bad, like tourist experiences. Like, you can't you can't drive, drive more than 15 minutes without saying, oh, I want to see that, you know what I mean? Or I want to go do that. Florida's chock full of them. You know, we live in the state. Of Illinois, you know, we live in the city of Chicago. We're full of stuff. We've seen it all. We've been here for forty plus years of our life. We've seen it all. But mm-hmm. like, I can think of Florida about oh fifty things I would do if I couldn't go to Disney, and I would be excited to do every one of them. You know, number one's Gatorland, but I mean, I would do all of them, <laughs> and I'd be excited as could be. You know, so um, it's still so hard though. What is it about Disney? You know, I, there needs to be some sort of a thesis or psychological study done on this because we we went without our Universal passes like that. Um, at one point, we I mean, several times, SeaWorld, gone. We just can't afford it right now. Mm-hmm. And SeaWorld's like $12 a month, you know? But Disney, it's like, ugh. You know, it, we, have, we have uttered the words, what's the point in living in Florida if we don't have Disney annual passes? It'll be there when you're ready again. It'll be yeah. there when you can enjoy it again. Right now, you're not ready to enjoy it. It's cool. No problem. No yeah. judgment on that. Absolutely. You have to think about all the money you're saving at this point, too. You know what I mean? So, 
you could keep track of that. You know what I mean? And see how much you've saved when you're ready to purchase again. You'd be like, Oh my gosh, maybe I don't want an annual pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've also talked about, you know, me and Christina were both cast members. So there were times when we stopped our annual passes, but we had our cast member passes, mm-hmm. right? So each one of our passes came out on a different day of the month. And each one of our passes renewed a different time of the year. We had a February, an April, an August, and a November renewal date. So we thought, well, this will be great to just kind of reset to. We can reset that payment to the same day. We can reset that um, uh, renewal to the same time. And heck, if we decide to pay for it outright, then we don't have to make that payment, you know, once a month. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see. Think of all the money you can save and go to Wawa and buy Hoagie Fest and Red Velvet Donuts (sighs) and pretzels. You could buy them for your buddy Chris. It, it could be, it could be, it could be a gift. I'm just, I just going to say that, and it's, it's off my chest, and I feel better. So. You know, I think one there's going to have to be an exclusive WW YouTube episode of me going into a Wawa with you because, and, and me trying to get over my hatred. Can you, can you skip? Can you gallivant? Because that's how I am inside of Wawa. I'm just, I'm just. No, I can saunter. Can saunter a little bit. All right. <laughs> All right. I have one favor to ask of everybody, and we should have put this in the beginning of the show, and we didn't. So go to Apple Podcasts, please. And I'm asking you, as your friend, we have had a number of great reviews, but we haven't had one for a little bit of time. So we would love it if you could leave a review. As a matter of fact, we are going to have a contest in the next few weeks. We're going to have a really cool prize to give away. And what you're going to do is leave a review. Take a screenshot and send it to us. You can direct message us just so we can see that your review, we have a really cool prize set up for this. And of course, I'm asking you to do it right now. So I guess we could actually start the contest right now. Leave a review. Um, I can't tell you the prize. We have, I'm looking at it right now, but I will reveal it in the future episodes of what the WW review is. But take a picture on your phone, send it to us, send a direct message to the group. We'd be so appreciative. So, it's a Wawa pretzel, isn't it? <laughs> that would certainly not leave my house because it would not get past me. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. It's the rest of those protein bars. Yes, it is more cinnamon roll Cliff Bar protein bars. Anyways, uh, for my co hosts, Stacy, Michael, Peter, and myself, we'd like to thank you and have a great day. Bye, everyone. Catch you on the flippity flop. Jeremy Murray, 802 strong, buddy. Oh, there we go. Wrong side. 802 (laughs) 802 strong.